Hi and welcome to our podcast Inside SAP S4HANA. There's no customer success without product success and project success. I'm pleased to share with you today an episode on analytics inside and outside of SAP S4HANA. My name is Katharina Klug and I'm part of the SAP S4HANA product success enablement team. Please welcome our guest speaker, Simon Medley, for our analytics gold partners, S Peers. Hi, Simon. Hello, Katharina. So today we want to understand who SPIRS is and how they can help our customers to understand their business data better. But before we dig into the details, traditionally we start with an icebreaker for everyone. So Simon, you told me that you're originally from UK, but live in Switzerland now for 23 years. So can you let the listeners and me know, is the traditional Swiss food better than the traditional food from Britain? Good question. Great Britain is reputed for many things, but not really its food, I suppose, although many British-born chefs are well-known and famous. Whilst I enjoy from time to time a Swiss raclette, a fondue, or even a St. Gallen bratwurst, I confess I do miss the English traditional fish and chips, a good spicy curry, or the traditional uh, British Sunday roast dinner. So I make sure to sample those on the occasions when I return to the UK. Ah, uh, directly getting hungry thinking about raclette cheese. I think many of our customers might not know SPIRS. Could you provide us some insights who SPIRS is and what's their story with SAP? Yes, sure. SPIRS are an SAP Gold Partner with cloud-focused status, specializing in SAP analytics transformations. We're located on the east of Switzerland on the shores of Lake Constance or the Bodensee as it's known, but we've also got local customer offices in Basel as well. Our comprehensive consulting approach enables us to provide SAP customers and efficient support in building analytical enterprise platforms from data integration and data management through access in real time dashboards. So talking about end-to-end -end data analytics, um, how does the ERP data from S4HANA Cloud now come into the picture? You know, many of our customers either use the embedded analytical apps inside S4, which SAP provides out of the box. Others are rather interested in seeing the bigger picture and want to mix up their data from S4 with other data, for example, resulting from their system landscape in order to do an enterprise-wide analysis or planning. What projects do you guys actually support? So SPIRS support multiple customer project types, Katharina, and are the leading partner that SAP has in Switzerland for consulting and implementation of SAP Analytics Cloud or SAP Analytics, Embedded Analytics, SAC Planning, Data Warehouse Cloud, BW4HANA, and also How Planner Projects. Okay, hearing that, I assume you're more looking from the outside of SAP S4HANA Cloud, grabbing the data and analyzing it with tools like SAC and uh, Data Warehouse Cloud um, DWC. Um, can you tell the audience some insights like um, what challenges do you face most often at customer side so that active podcast listeners will be aware of them before starting a project? And also maybe you can um, recommend some best practices if possible, Simon. Absolutely. Very happy to share experience and offer some hopefully useful tips and tricks for anyone listening 
interested in further developing their SAC analytics environment across the enterprise whilst having or implementing S4. I'll try to use some customer examples as well to bring in some real value creation. Usually, the first discussions actually in the context of S4 and outside S4 is does the customer have operational and or strategic reporting needs? Often, they just want embedded analytics, but this is mainly for operational reporting. Normally, they will have strategic reporting needs as well. So typically, then SPs would show alternatives which are more aligned to strategic decisions, such as BW4 HANA or the Data Warehouse Cloud BWC. Next, there are some important considerations when implementing SAC or SAC planning together with S4 HANA. We've certainly found that a form of data warehouse is vitally important. SP's recommendation is always to connect a warehouse between S4 and SAC. An example would be data warehouse cloud. Plus, with a connection from S4 to SAC, you're able to visualize real-time data from S4 in SAC. What this means is in SAC, you can combine operational strategic reporting and planning if you have a data warehouse. Often companies will have or be considering moving their ERP to S4, but for data warehousing, they do not see why it's necessary to invest. Some companies do not have a data warehouse at all, or they really have an old data warehouse. The difficulty here of having an old one is so we say historically increased, meaning using old techniques and then they struggle with poor performance. And sadly, such a customer is possibly missing out then with the great functionalities within new systems. If the S4 customer does not come with a rich reporting plan, the data warehouse cloud from SAP would be the right thing. With DWC, you have small and customizable costs with light modeling. No oversized BW4 is needed anymore. Additionally, looking on the roadmap for DWC is model transfer for S4. This means in the near future, companies should be able to replicate their virtual data models or their constructing of their CDS views directly into the data warehouse cloud. So let me give you now a customer example for all. A utility company based in Zurich in the energy space where implementation is still at the beginning of the development with S4, harmonizing planning data with actual data without a warehouse is the biggest challenge. And that's because SAC is not a modeling tool like DWC or BW. For exactly this reason, it's strongly recommended to have a data warehouse cloud in place for the inputting and modeling the data or indeed an enterprise data warehouse such as BW4 HANA. What about if they don't have a data warehouse in place? Well, without a data warehouse in place between S4 HANA and SAC, the smallest deviations from the standard content can require major changes to the core data service or CDS views, as I just mentioned. By the way, for anyone unfamiliar, uh, CDS is short for Core Data Servicing Program and is a programming model and advanced ABAP programming techniques in the SAP S4 HANA system. That sounds pretty interesting, but what would be the best practice then from your perspective regarding data warehouse? So implementing by using the standard CDS view functionality is fine. This is simple if a quick implementation is needed. And DWC 
is not intended or is not in place. However, in this case, we would strongly recommend minimizing the creation of own customized views to reduce the complexity. Okay, sounds reasonable. Now we heard about the different paths, why to go with a data warehouse and when not. Now, what is about SAC? You told me in the beginning that SPIRS also supports their customers during planning projects. Are there any challenges you would like to mention here? Yes, definitely. I think that will be a fair thing to do. Um, so let's consider specifically the context of S4 and SAC planning. SPIRS would stress and strongly recommend it's important to decide in advance over which way the master data and the transaction data from S4 should be loaded into SAC. By this, I mean, pick out all the standard CDS views or just go the way of our AHANA, a BW or DWC between the S4 and SAC. It always then, of course, depends on what the customer uses as single point of truth for his uh, data lands and system landscape. When I look at uh, the implementation of SAC and SAC planning on top of S4 at a large hospital, for example, SPIRS notices challenges in general. Probably the biggest was the S4 go-live after the SAC planning go-live. Here, S4 HANA was implemented a year ago on this project and was in parallel at the same time uh, as the implementation of the SAC planning project. This really is less optimal in terms of timing and perhaps should be avoided by others listening here because the planning model could only roughly be prepared in SAC for the subsequent then import and export to S4. Then afterwards, only in the second step can the master and transactional data be brought together via import. This experience has revealed better to first introduce S4 HANA and then subsequently introduce SAC planning. Then I should mention early naming convention, including roles, users, team concept, an important part of implementation. To be best able to start the implementation of the SAC planning application on time, ideally before the project starts, the concept for the implementation of the authorizations should be created as a first step. This can be done in close collaboration between IT and the business department. Doing otherwise, many things could be sadly thrown into confusion again here, or the user administration could become very unstructured. And then I would say as a challenge next is to focus your time on the SAC planning model. That's very important. Allow plenty of time simply for the SAC planning model itself. Think carefully about which dimensions are needed and which should be private or public. Only the public dimensions can be filled with an import job. Unfortunately, it's not possible to convert a private dimension into a public one afterwards. In this case, a, a new dimension must be created and for all data on the private dimension, then has to be reposted. That would be for all versions, actual, budget, forecast, etc. Potentially a lot of extra work is involved. Yeah, interesting. Uh, maybe two remarks from my side uh, regarding your last point. Um, so regarding the import job for private dimensions, as a first step to overcome this issue, we plan actually to release a generic import API this year that can be used to push data into both fact tables 
and dimension master data, also including private dimensions. And maybe furthermore, um, yes, we know about the inflexibility of converting private into public dimensions, um, as you're actually not the first one who mentions this. Um, that's also on our list, but will take still some time. That's uh, good to hear. Um, another important consideration for the listeners here relevant when SAC is the front end and the data has been loaded from S4 already. In planning applications, it's frequently occurring that many new ideas or requirements are coming up after the initial implementation. Therefore, as a tip, be prepared in advance and really build the application as truly agile as possible. This can be done, for example, by creating functions as script objects which are used in different places, or by working with variables. The goal with these things is that you only have to touch one place for doing the changes, which affects then multiple parts of the application, but adjustments can be made with as little effort as possible. Yeah, super helpful tip, Simon. I can only agree, and I'm very pleased to have you in this podcast sharing SPEARS insights. So I'm quickly summarizing your key messages of this episode. So first, our customers should consider a form of data warehouse between their S4 and SAC system, especially if data modeling and an enterprise-wide reporting is of importance for them. Next, in the context of SAC planning, it's recommended to first implement S4 and then create the corresponding planning models in SAC while having a well-founded role and user concept in place. And uh, lastly, I think you mentioned um, it's important to stay flexible. So people should build their planning apps using global objects to minimize effort and be more efficient. Simon, is that correct? Sure, that's exactly. Great. Thank you very much for being part of this episode and sharing your insights. I'm happy to work with you again. And to all our listeners, feel free to drop us an email via insights 4 at sap.com and let us know which topics you're interested in. Tune in next time and be inside SAP as for HANA. Bye-bye.